welcome, welcome, wiki wiki, to this. <clears throat> welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk About Gen Z, brought to you by WNYU Radio on 89.1 FM. I'm your host, Ella Traeger, and today we're talking about desensitization. Oh my god, try saying that ten times fast. Today we're talking about desensitization, 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 desensitization. Okay. Great. Do you ever feel like the universe is throwing the same crap in your face over and over again? And then <clears throat> after a while, someone's like, hey, hey, are you okay? And you're just like, meh, honestly, I'm just numb to it at this point. You know, have you ever said that or like heard someone else say that? Like, if you've studied super-duper-duper hard for multiple exams, but still you've done poorly on all of them, well, I'm taking that idea and running with it because it seems like everyone in the world right now is facing a boatload of crap and it's just not getting better. Gen Zers specifically, who were born either shortly before or shortly after 9-11, haven't caught a break. In our lifetimes, we've observed, experienced... And I guess been lectured, too, about weekly school shootings, the ongoing climate crisis, bombings, racial injustice, uh, what else? A failing democracy, the insurrection of the capital, a pandemic, and a major war between Russia and Ukraine, just to name a few. So yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty numb to it all. Even just saying those things, letting them roll off the tongue, which is so not normal. You know, I'm not feeling any particular feeling. So, it feels like we're studying hard, but we keep failing. That's the gist here. So, what's my question? What's my concern? Are we as Gen Zers becoming numb to the value of human life? Is it that as a generation we are just innately less empathetic? Um, I don't want to, is it our fault? I don't know. We're going to figure it out. The APA Dictionary, American Psychological Association, defines desensitization as, I quote, a reduction in emotional or physical reactivity to stimuli that is achieved by such means as deconditioning techniques. So when I say numbness, I mean a true lack of emotion or physical response in the body. And deconditioning for my non-applied psych major folks, <laughs> for reference, is the reversal of, how do I explain this? It's the reversal of previous conditioning of a fear. So there was definitely a time, maybe before, I don't know, maybe before Columbine, when Gen Zers were, this is just an example, were extremely fearful of school massacres, school shootings, bombings. Over time, however, they've happened over and over again. And it seems like we've become deconditioned. That's not to say that we're not scared of school shootings anymore. Um, and like I said before, this is just one of many examples. But it is a testament, I think, to how much less we react in fear to school shootings. So what did I do? Yep, you guessed it. Just like I did in episode two, I think. I sent out a survey, woo and we got 27 responses, OMG. What did the survey say? 
Actually, I think we got 26. Yeah, we got 26. What did the survey say? Oh, thanks for asking. Let me tell you. I'll read the questions and then we'll go over responses. What is your age? On a scale from 1 to 10, where would you rank your physical response to, the new, to news of a school shooting in a state different from the one you are in, one being not much of a physical response and 10 being an extremely physical response? Examples include shaking, heart racing, blushing, stomach hurting, etc. Speaking of etc., one of my biggest pet peeves is when people, especially scholars or professionals, say etc., like EX, knowing that the abbreviation is ETC. Question three, on a scale from one to 10, where would you rank your emotional response to, to news of a school shooting in a state different from the one you are in? One being not much of an emotional response and 10 being an extremely emotional response. A one would be not feeling emotionally connected or drawn to the incident at all and I, continuing your day as you normally would. 10 would be the opposite. Okay, next question on a scale from one to 10, how much hope do you have for the future of the world? That is world peace or a world with less crime, less war, political harmony, etc. Last two questions. What do you take away from your responses to the previous questions, if anything? And takeaways. Oh, no. So just one more question. Yeah. What are your takeaways? Let's talk about the results. Like I said before, 24 response. No, 26 responses. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. We have 16 Gen Zers who responded and 10 non-Gen Zers. So either Gen Xers, Millennials, or Boomers. Slay! 80-year-olds filling out a Google survey. We've got two 80-year-olds and an 85-year-old. Now, to all of my professors listening to this podcast... I don't even think any of them know my name, so they're definitely not listening. But if any of my future employers happen to be listening to this episode, please do not hit me with your validity, reliability, nonsense. Okay, it's not nonsense. I know. Research is important and all that good stuff. So I just wanted to see, I wanted to see if there would be a difference in responses based on generation, but obviously my survey does not meet the golden standards of research methods, and um, it's all okay. It's still valuable information, right? So in response to the question asking about how people respond physically, how people would respond physically if they got that news, Gen Zers averaged at about 2.93 and non-Gen Zers about 4.6. So both Gen Zers and non-Gen Zers on average don't respond higher than a five physically or wouldn't if they heard news of a school shooting. Gen Zers are lower than non-Gen Zers, which makes sense because desensitized. But still, both are relatively low. Okay, now for the emotional question, how would you respond or how would you rank your um, emotional response? Gen Zers average at about 6.79, non-Gen Zers 6.75. Okay, so that does not support my hypothesis. Um, maybe my question didn't measure what I wanted it to measure. Because, or maybe my hypothesis was just wrong. Because I was expecting Gen Zers to report their emotional responses as a five at most 
in other words, we don't really feel much emotion when we hear those hear of those things. But at the same time, you know, maybe people put like an eight because they don't want to they don't want me to think that they are not empathetic. And but what? But the, uh, the survey was anonymous. OK, anyway, long story short, we're all emotional because we all react emotionally, apparently. Next question regarding hope. Gen Zers averaged at about 5.14, non-Gen Zers 4.6. Again, not what I was expecting. Uh, Gen Zers are more hopeful, which that's cool, but awesome. Great. I mean, still, those are both, you know, 5.14 and 4.6. Those numbers are really low. Now, takeaways. Low-key, a little bit of publication bias going on here because I'm only reporting back what I find really interesting. Uh, I mean, in terms of these takeaways, I'm just going to read out a few of them because I think they speak to my point. So my question was, what did you take away from the questions you just answered? One person said, I don't know. I don't think too deep about it. Politicians and millionaires control the world more than us. So nothing we really do will change it. Capitalism controls America. Okay. Yep. I wish we were in a better place in this world. I fear for the future that my that my children and grandchildren and I will experience next i have become desensitized to all the violence and tragedy oh almost as if you knew that was going to be the topic of today's episode next question or no next takeaway the world is a scary place and i feel scared about the future i am desensitized to tragedy the world kind of sucks now that we've addressed the obvious let's talk about the good stuff how in the hell does gen z cope with all this crap We've got to cope somehow, right? One common coping mechanism, as understood by the media and older generations, for Gen Zers, that is, is creating memes on social media. Honestly, I feel like TikTok has kind of reversed this trend because people are a lot more vulnerable and truthful. But that could just be my side of TikTok. Anyway, the Daily Eastern News, the student news site of the University of Eastern Illinois, so kindly explains to all of us that Gen Zers are masters of turning national traumas into means. Yeah, thanks for letting us know, guys. What I find the most interesting about their argument, though, is that this is one of the main reasons why older generations hate on Gen Z. And you know what I have to say about that? Don't judge our memes. Unless, of course, they're problematic. <laughs> we don't know how else to cope. We have to process somehow, and dark humor seems like the easiest way. Let me be clear that I am not a meme master. I do not know how to create a meme. But I do see them on my social media page all the time. <laughs> Connecting to the facts. So what's the truth about the effects of desensitization? A study in the Journal of Youth and Adolescence explained that there may be what's called a curvilinear relationship between exposure to violence and empathy. Okay, let's walk through this. So imagine <clears throat> an upside down U on a graph. So like a lowercase n without the tail thingy on the left. In case you weren't able to imagine an upside down U. <laughs> All right, so exposure to violence would be on the x-axis. And empathy would be on the y-axis. As exposure to violence increases, empathy also increases. 
right? So that makes sense. But only that that's only true until you get to a certain amount of exposure to violence. So imagine like the middle of the upside down you, the climax, and then empathy starts to decrease. Oy vey. We're becoming less empathetic. That's really bad. Similarly, the study revealed that depressive symptoms increased between low and medium levels of exposure to violence. So the first half of the upside down U, but declined at high levels of exposure, the downfall of the U, likely reflecting emotional desensitization. So thank you, study, for supporting my point. So what's the light at the end of the tunnel? A positive spin? Let's start with our question of the week, and then maybe we'll get to that. How will you allow yourself to feel sadness, maybe rage or hopelessness, about the tons and tons of national traumas that we hear about every day? I'm not encouraging these feelings, but I'm trying to tell you that it's okay to feel them. It's normal, in fact. Oh my god. Oh my god, guys. I just came up with a slogan. No need to meme it out when you can cry it out. But don't cry. But it's okay if you cry. So instead of being a hypocrite and throwing a positive spin like I usually do, I'll leave it at this and allow you to sit with your thoughts on the episode. And life. But don't have a crisis. Okay, bye! WNYU Radio has decided that this is the time to release this show because connection is going extinct and we need to do our part. Please email me at ellatrager.com E-L-L-A-T-R-A-G-E-R dot L-T-A-G-Z at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns, gossip, tea, drama, all that jazz. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.